It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Steve. And here we go again, Steve. Um, how was your week? I had a great week this, this time. Yeah, I uh, worked in the yard, did a little, you know, cleaning up of the house. You know, the thing everybody else does. Yeah, sounds like a party. Yeah, it was a great time. So as we record this, it's a day after the uh, Kentucky Derby. And the horse that I picked in my derby preview came third. Well paid. Yeah, he was in the money. You know. Um It paid pretty good, didn't he? Five to one? Yeah, something like that. But um but I didn't go. Did you watch it? Actually, I did not. I missed mm. it. Mm. I got in late, actually saw the winner. Yeah. So that's all I saw. Mm. And Bob Baffert. Yeah. It's, I don't know how you train a racehorse, tell you the truth. <laughs> but he seems to be doing pretty well. I think they just give them to him. He's got to figure it out. That's the truth. I mean, you're having to race six, seven, eight. Yeah. It's pretty easy to win. <laughs> well, Preakness is in two weeks, and we'll be doing a Preakness preview. Um, I'm, look, I'm, I'm already looking at the horses. Yeah, of course. It's going to, what, knock down from 20 to yeah, It's six. like four. <laughs> it's like four horses in that race. But uh, so today we're going to continue to count down, of course. The greatest the, movies of all time. Yeah. Based on mental floss. Mental floss. But before we do that, I have to highlight and talk briefly about a couple podcasts, right? Absolutely. That's our thing. Here we go. So I did another 5K review, you know, where I walk a 5K. And um, this week I listened to Lights Out, a foreign horror film podcast. And I think this guy's from Akron. Pretty sure he's from Akron, and he Ohio. Does foreign films? Foreign horror films. Foreign horror films. So it's called Lights Out, a foreign horror film podcast. So let me read what I wrote on Podchaser. Here's my Podchaser review. The host, K.J. Steiner, flexes his foreign horror film muscle in this podcast that fills a much-needed void. Steiner's passion and knowledge of foreign horror films runs deep, and that makes the podcast both informative and entertaining. I'm glad I found this podcast and suggest you listen, follow, subscribe, and enjoy. Yeah, it's really good. He talks only about foreign horror films. Is and uh, a foreign horror film on our list? It may be. The, uh, it's certainly some on my list. The um, I don't know if you count it as a horror movie. What's the one where they it won the best picture? Where they were in the house. They wouldn't leave the house. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Well, you look that up. Let me tell you how to get in touch with Mr. Steiner. Of course, you can uh, follow him on all the platforms, Twitter, Instagram, everything. You can find him on Podchasers called Lights Out, a foreign horror film. And on Twitter, his handle is at Lights Out Horror Pod. At Lights Out Horror Pod. And he's on Letterboxd as KJ Steiner. Well, yeah, Akron, Ohio. He's from Akron. Don't, I mean, I know, I don't know what he considers horror movies. Did we consider Parasite? Is that a horror movie? I mean, is that kind of. No. That's not. No, it's not a horror movie at all. Not is at it, all. 
does it have to have monsters in it? In that kind of a Steve all, Steve always makes it a point to say he's close to sixty or at sixty, and he doesn't know what a fucking horror movie is. Well, I mean, <laughs> to, to, to some people, you know, they can't start the car in the morning. That's a horror show. <laughs> to others, you know, they're cousins possessed by the devil. All right, so, that's a horror show. That's a horror show. So you know, well. That's the devil. Uh, Nobody so cares. on an episode, a couple of episodes I want to tell you about a good episode. Now this is interesting. The you know our friends at the Drunk Theory podcast on April twenty first they released Music Conspiracies Part One, and they talk about uh, Kurt Cobain. And I'm gonna uh, you know I always thought Kurt Cobain committed suicide. That's what I thought. But they lay it out in there about why. Several theories on what could have really happened to Kurt Cobain. I didn't even know this was a thing. Did you? No. I had no idea. No, I'm not a big fan of his. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not a huge Nirvana fan, but I you know I knew about it. But uh, yeah, apparently uh, there's some controversy around it. But you can check out Drunk Theory. Check out their April 21st podcast. It's called. Um, Music Conspiracies Part 1. Yeah, it's very interesting the way they lay it out. You know, in their own special way they lay it out, you know. Well, I I mean, I guess everything, you know. Is it as in-depth as the Kennedy assassination? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's that deep. So our good friend, um, a Cincy fan talking, LP. You remember LP? LP. He's the host of a Cincy fan talking. He had an interesting episode this week. It was the April 27th uh, podcast called On the Importance of Things. And he talks about, of course, some Bengals stuff, uh, which he does. But what I'm talking about specifically is there's a a question out there. Is Snowfall, the FX series, better than The Wire that was on HBO? And he talks about how really that's an unfair comparison, which – those comparisons drive me nuts. Like, oh, is this better than that, better than that? Especially when it's that far apart, you know? But he brings up some good points on that, and I don't think it's a fair com- – I think it's apples and oranges, and just like he did. But I won't uh, repeat everything he said. I'll just suggest that you go over and listen to a Cincy fan talking, uh, April 27th episode. Then you can go to Drunk Theory, listen to their April 21st. And then check out um, – my 5K review of Lights Out Horror Podcast. And he's at, again, at Lights Out Horror Pod on Instagram. Oh, I'm sorry, on Twitter. So those are the ones that I listened to uh, this week. And next week, I'm going to do two more 5K reviews. So um, that'll be all coming up soon. So you're about ready to run a marathon. Walk a, a marathon. marathon. <laughs> no, the 5K takes me three days. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a continual 5K. Well, I understand yeah, that. That'd be crazy. No, but now the weather's getting good, so it's easy to get out. So it's easy to get out there. The weather's getting good. So, Steve, I am assuming it's time to count down the top 50 movies that everyone must see before they go over the rainbow to see Dorothy and Toto. According to Mental Floss. Now, that's not according to us because I'm sure we will eliminate some of these. 
Um, I can read them off, but if you want to go to our last episode, you can hear them. But I'll, I'll read them if you want me to. Should I read them? I'll leave it up to you. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it. All right. Read them. I'll do it. All right. In order, according to them. Casablanca, once upon time in the wait. Once upon? I think it's it, once upon. It is. <laughs> you know, I read it so many times. Once upon a time in the West, Grave of the Fireflies. I can tell you right now, those two are not going to make the cut. The Prestige, Whiplash, The Intouchables, Departed. City Lights, Gladiator, Psycho, Modern Times, American History X. Number 38, The Terminator 2. Is it okay to put The Terminator 2? I don't know. The Pianist. (laughs) Number 36, Back to the Future. Number 35, The Lion King. Number 34, Harry Carey. Number 33, The Usual Suspects. Number 32, Leon the Professional. Number 31, Interstellar. Number 30, The Green Mile. Number 29, Parasite. 28, Spirited Away. 27, Saving Private Ryan. 26 is Star Wars Episode 4. 25 is It's a Wonderful Life. 24 is Silence of the Lambs. 23 is City of God. 22, Life is Beautiful. 21 is Seven. 20 is The Seven Samurai. Number 19 is Hamilton. Number 18 is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. 17 is The Goodfellas. I watched it last night on TV. And number 16 is The Matrix. Now, number 15 on our list of the top 50 movies is Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. I think I see the second one. I don't know where. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I'm not fired up about The Lord of the Rings. Well, I mean, big cast, obviously. Orlando Bloom, Elijah Wood, Sir Ian McKellen. And I think I'm pronouncing this guy's name right. I never get this one right. Andy Circus or Seekus? Circus? I think it's Sedaris. Sedaris? I'm not sure. Well, you guys know who we mean. And one guy that I really liked it in, in most of the movies he's in. Uh, Vito Morganson. You like Vito? Oh, I like him. Yeah. He usually plays a Russian. <laughs> so. I can tell you that's would be moved way down on my list. Yeah. And not because it's bad. It's just. You know, it's just not. Like you said, it's not one of my favorite movies of all times. No. You know, I got a couple things, a uh, um, couple things about the movie that I found. You know, 
here or there. I mean, like we said, well, I, I'm not a big fan of the movie anyway. No, but what's the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff? What okay. do you got? All right. If you are a an expert on the movie, mm-hmm. there's a scene in the movie where Sam, you remember Sam? Well, Sa- I can tell you Sam played Rudy. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah. that, <laughs> I know you've seen Rudy. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Sam also is Gomez Adams' son. We know that, obviously. Um, if for anybody that doesn't know who Gomez Adams is. Shame on shame you. Shame on you. Anyway, the book is really different from the movie. And there's a great line in the book where they're in a certain kingdom or certain area. And I would have brought up a whole bunch of other conflicting things, but I mean, it's they're naming Kings. Like some of the conflicting things was, well, in the book, King zero was not really King zero. He was really King 10, but due to the conflicting of King eight, we had to make him King four, you know, and all those names, you know, off the wall names. But anyway, the book, differs from the movie and there's a scene where Sam and Elijah Wood are in a area and in the movie they're there but in the book they shouldn't have been they just never made it there in the book and Sam literally says by rights we shouldn't be here that's the line that's oh, pretty that's cool pretty, yeah that's pretty cool yeah so um, I did read and, and if I'm pronouncing his name wrong Circus, Secrets, Secret. Anyway, Andy. We'll just put him as Andy. One who played Gollum. He took upon himself to use his movements as pain that a drug addict would use. If you notice, he's always crunched up. And, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. No, I wouldn't have any way yeah, of knowing I w- that. I wouldn't either. And he also based his voice on cats. Coughing up hairballs. <laughs> I didn't really look into the movie because I didn't like it. Right. So those were just some things. Right. So we'll go to the next movie. Number 14. Number 14 on the list. Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Oh, now we're talking. Now we're getting into good stuff. Father and son. Father and son. Father and son. Now, it was supposed to be a big, you know, high, you know, a big uh, surprise in the movie. Mm-hmm. But a novel was released on the movie two months beforehand, mm-hmm. which basically said that Darth Vader's his son. But since we didn't have Twitter, right? Nobody knew because I never heard. I never saw. I knew what you just said, but I back then I yeah I didn't know that. I was shocked. And there's also a um, quote in the movie that is so misquoted. Mm-hmm. The mi- the quote in the movie is, no, I am your father. Mm-hmm. The misquote is, Luke, I am your father. Right. And everybody says, Luke, I am your father. Right. Misquoted so many times. That was a good scene. Yes. Yes. 
But that's not even my favorite quote from the movie. My favorite quote is, your destiny lies with me, Skywalker. <laughs> is that the one in, is episode five in Cloud City? I'm not going to address any questions about Star Wars because everybody should know this by yes. now. So, which means I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if that was five or six. No, I guess it was six. It was. Yeah. So, of course, we all know everything about Star Wars. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. we of course we do. I mean, if you ask us things, I mean, we probably do. I mean, everybody knows about yeah. Star Wars now. So, but that's a good pick at 15 because that's that's of the first three for me. 14. 14. For me, out of the first three, that was the one that I enjoyed the most, well, episode five. Here's another thing. Jim Henson was originally asked to do Yoda. Right. And he turned it down. So he said, just take Frank Oz. He's my yeah. partner anyway, so. Boy, how did that work out? Yeah, it worked out pretty I mean, don't get me wrong. Henson's not wasn't starving, but, I mean, it's just that really worked out well. Now, the other two, I mean, there's tons of things on Star Wars. These are just certain things I picked out. Some of these things I didn't know. That's why I picked mm -hmm. them out. I did not know that the original draw-up by... Uh, Luke, Lucas? Lucas. I, mm -hmm. I keep thinking uh, Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah. yeah. The original draw-up by Lucas had um, the... Um, Lucas's original screenplay had the Emperor, mm -hmm. okay, as an old woman with chimp eyes oh really bent over i did not know that i don't think i knew that and it was supposedly the the voice of and i'm not sure about this guy i had to look him up clive ravel you know i'm clive? not sure about that no i don't know him either mm -mm. do you know major bolin derlin in the movie yes okay well major bolin derby was played by cliff clayman <laughs> That I didn't know. No, I did not know that either. John Ratzenberger. Mm -hmm. I played, didn't know that. Played Major Bolin. Or Major Derlin in that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not either. I've, I've never, I actually have never heard I've that. I've never heard that before. I've never heard about the uh, Emperor either. I really have never heard that either. So. That's a good pick at 14. Okay, now this next one, number 13. Mm -hmm. I hated this movie. Uh oh, here we go. Controversy. I hated it. Couldn't controversy. It. Here comes the controversy. It was too hard to follow. I didn't know when they were dreaming and when they weren't dreaming. Inception. Oh, okay. With uh, DiCaprio. Right. The buildings are all rolling around. So you know, honestly, I I I thought it was okay. I mean. I'm not real huge on the movie, like a lot of people are. I wouldn't have put it up this high, and it's nothing against it, but I just wouldn't have put it up this high. But I know a lot of people. Oh man, it's the best mind trip, eh, maybe. But but I didn't. I don't have anything against it. It's just not. It wouldn't have been 13 for me. No. But I, that. But I can understand why it's on the list. Not 13. No, you know what? I don't even understand why it's on the. List. Oh, it's a good movie. But well, it's not that it's not a good movie. These 50 movies are good movies. We just don't think some of them should be on the list. Number 13, and unless they're just trying to blow your mind and saying you need to see this movie because 
And this is the first movie that had building drawing around. In it. <laughs> well, it is something different. So I'll give it that. I mean, it is innovative, but. Not to be 13. No, I wouldn't put it at 13 either. No. Okay. And if you want to see that, I wouldn't waste my time. I'm on the other end. I think it's worth seeing. It's. I just wouldn't have it at 13. Okay. You know, there's certain movies when you see them, when you, you'll sit down and you'll catch it no matter where, but you'll watch it. Right. This is one I wouldn't do that with. Oh, there's a lot I wouldn't do that with, but I still think they're good. Like, I don't watch Casablanca every time it comes on. Yeah. But, but I'd have it up higher than Interstellar. All right, number 12 on the list. Now, this one here should be higher, I think. Uh-oh, here we go. Uh, Forrest Gump. I thought Forrest Gump was really good. I, I'm a Forrest Gump fan. And then I read some things about Forrest Gump, and I found out it's really different than the book, which I did not know. Yeah, Forrest know. Gump in the book is like 66240. Oh, is he? I didn't know yeah, that. They wanted John Goodman to play him. Really? Yeah, which would have been great. Yeah, but man, Tom Hanks is so good, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He. Yeah. I mean, just he, as an actor, period. Well, hell, he won the Academy Award for it. Yeah. I mean, he's he's really good. Um, I mean, that guy. There's only, you know, I'm not going to try to name a list, but there's about five or maybe ten people that are just like everything they're in. I mean, like Denzel. Even if you don't like the movie, Denzel was great in it. And that's how Tom Hanks is, you know. Sometimes you watch some and go, that movie was okay, but damn, Tom Hanks was good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know? Well, anyway, so I found some discrepancies between the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, in the book, Tom Hanks goes into space, so he becomes an astronaut. Right. He, he smokes weed. Right. He, he works with Raquel Welch. Right. I did not know that. He confronts cannibals. No, oh, I didn't know that. He runs for the U.S. Senate on the ticket. I, I, I got to pee. <laughs> you remember when he said that in him? Right. Oh, That's pretty good. Yeah, well, and here's another thing that I did not know. The director of the movie wanted a lot more special effects mm-hmm. in the movie than what there were. Mm-hmm. He wanted, every time you saw Jenny, that huge angel wings would come up from behind her. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And every time you saw Lieutenant Dan, there would be a rain cloud above his head. <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of Lieutenant Dan, that, that was Gary Sinise. He's another one that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gary Sinise is, I mean, he, he probably is more popular for... Um, that crime scene show that he did, but you go and look on I, um, IMDb. Oh yeah, man, he's good. He he's just good in everything he's in. Another thing on this was, you, do you remember his speech um, at the um, the Vietnam speech? Oh right, right, yeah, right. Where he gets up there and speaks, and right. I'm trying to think what that open that, area is called. We're at the memorial, the Vietnam Memorial. No, not the memorial. Remember. Where the lake is. Well, I'm not sure in, where he was. You know, you know I what I mean. Remember. They call that something. Okay. The Jefferson Memorial sits here, and it's oh, okay, okay. Thing, oh, you know? oh, 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 okay. I can't remember I what it. that whole place is called. But anyway, um, 
the director went to uh, Billy Crystal and Robin Williams and had him write his Vietnam speech. His Vietnam speech. Really? Yeah. Yep. Didn't know that. Now, for probably, I read, and I and I forgot to write the guy's name down. For close to two to three years after this movie, the guy that played uh, um, Bubba, oh yeah, he couldn't get a job because they actually thought they had taken someone off the street <laughs> and made Bubba. Bubba, and uh, even though Bubba had done like twelve series, right, right, before that, right. So it took him a while for he put some kind of clip on his lip that made it made him talk that way. And my last thing, and this, this is uh, kind of an offshoot from, not from the movie, but. Oh, oh, is this still about Forrest Gump? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Here's an offshoot. Um, in a restaurant, Bubba Gump restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was uh, a couple of Hollywood directors eating lunch one day. Mm-hmm. And Chris Pratt was a server mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. and they after i guess the way he talked to him and everything they said you need to be in movies and they signed him to a contract out of bubblegum's restaurant oh really yeah i didn't know that I, I had no idea well you know speaking of bubba gump and chris pratt they asked him and this is exact words i wrote him down they asked him do you want to be in movies and he said fuck yeah i want to be in movies <laughs> that's why i'm in here <laughs> Well, that guy was played by McKelty Williamson. Yes. And Bubba Gump was. And he played Mr. Limehouse in Justified, for all you Justified fans out there. Yeah, he's played in a lot of... Oh, uh, he was so good in Justified, man. Mm, Mr. Limehouse. I'll tell you an interesting thing about Forrest Gump. So if you go to Savannah, Georgia, the park where he sits on the bench, uh-huh. you know... Life's like a box of chocolates. Well, they have the bench in the park there, but it's not the actual bench. They had to take the actual bench out because people kept trying to steal it. So so they had to take the bench out. Now they have another bench there, but it's still the bench and the park that he was in. Do yeah. they have Forrest Gump sitting on it? You know how, like, you can sit next to no, him and take no, pictures? No, no, no. Not when I was there anyway, but Tom Hanks just sits there. <laughs> in between he, movies, he, he, he never gets up. He just sits there. No, but uh, but yeah, they uh, actually take it out. And if you haven't been to Savannah, Georgia, you can take a trolley tour around, and that's one of the places it'll stop you. So, but that's that's all I know about Forrest Gump. That's it. Cool. And number eleven. Number now, eleven. Now this one should be borderline one of the top ten movies of all time. This is the. F- First runner-up of the top ten movies of all time. Okay, now, I... That's all I'm saying. I, I'm not a big fan of this movie, and I know uh, you're going to be... Oh. Yeah. Let me, let me get my... Con- let, me, let me take a sip of my Gatorade and yep. get ready for controversy. Yeah, and, and you would think... That's what we call it now, kids, Gatorade. <laughs> so, so when Mommy has her Gatorade yep. during the day out of, a, out of a glass, just remember, that's Gatorade. It's Gatorade. Okay, number 11. Now, I know every, a lot of people like this movie. I just thought, 
well, let's put it this way. I cannot imagine myself doing this. Okay? Okay. Fight Club. I cannot imagine myself getting with a bunch of my friends and getting my ass beat and beating other people up. I don't get it. I don't. I, I mean, I've seen the movie. I've watched the movie. I don't mind seeing the fight scenes. Um, but to me, it's just, it's Star Wars is more, uh, believable than a bunch of guys getting well, together to beat each other's ass. Yeah, but I don't think, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, no, no, but for me, I don't think of it like is one more something I would do or believable, but. I just look at it, was it good? I thought Fight Club was good, but I think it's grossly overrated to me. I would not have it at number 11. No. You know, and I don't dislike it at all, but I could easily think of 50 more <laughs> movies yeah. before I watch Fight Club. And I know it gets quoted all the time and all of that, but mm, I don't well, know. We were in Vegas one time, and some lady quoted Fight Club. Yeah. I can't remember what she said. I can't. I, oh, well, that tells you how much I like the movie. Yeah. I didn't think the movie was bad. I just it's, I just think it, it gets way more hype than it it's, deserves to me, to me. It's as far-fetched as Underworld because there's no vampires shooting machine guns, and there's no guys getting together beating each other's ass. Well, but wait a minute, though. Time out. How do you determine what is your line for far fetched? Is it not far fetched that a radioactive lizard and a gorilla could fight each other? Well, I mean, how do you how do you define yeah. far fetched though? But I mean, when I say okay, Cause I don't cause, I don't, don't want to be beat up, right? Okay, right. I don't want it. I don't want to beat anybody up because it would hurt my hands, right? So I don't want to do that. I have a lot better things. To do well now, I'm 60 years old, so it might make right. a big difference. But I can remember even when I was in my 20s, I didn't go out looking for fights. Yeah, but so you base every movie on whether or not you would do it? No, no. But it just <laughs> seems that's why I don't watch it. I'm, it just seems so far fetched that there is actually a group of guys that want to get together and then go work in the stock market the next day. You know, it just to so me out of the five billion people on Earth, you don't think nobody does that? Um, I think they probably do. I yeah, maybe there is, but it's still a question of whether it's a good movie or not. Yeah. That's the issue. It just seems a little bit far fetched to me that every every week, ten, twenty, thirty more guys are showing up. Just can't wait to get their ass whooped. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a uh, so. But then, how do you? Now if you're you, getting your ass whooped by women, that might be a different <laughs> well, story. Well, maybe you maybe you would. <laughs> <laughs> so, but how do you um, how how do you draw your line for far fetched? I mean, is 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 Fight Club any more far fetched than Back to the Future? So, but how do you do it? I mean, I know how I well, do sure. it. Sure, but how do okay, you? Okay, well, it? I would say this. I would say this. If there were 10 of us down here right. watching the Bengals. Right. And then we all said, well, what does anybody want? Well, let's go get something to eat. We're all starving. No, let's all go in the backyard and fight. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> okay, that's yeah. far fetched. Okay, but wait a minute though. How do you draw? How do you draw your line for movies? Well, not whether or not it would really happen. I know that. But how when, do you when draw you your said line? the lizards? Yeah. Okay, that's far fetched. That's right. not going to happen. We know that. Right. Okay, and we know Underworld with the vampires doesn't exist. Right. I guess because none of my friends would want to go in the backyard. I ne- I've never invited anyone over. I've never been invited. Yeah, over. but you keep saying, I won't do it, I won't do it, I won't do it. I mean, I won't jump out of a plane, but I, but if there's a movie that has somebody jumping out of a plane, I'll watch it. Well. So I'm just asking, how do you separate the two? I would say that Fight Club, let's just start with Fight Club. Okay. I've never seen that ever happen in my life. Ever. Yeah, but so that that is just so you have seen a person bite somebody and suck the blood out of their no, neck. No, but and we know that is far. We this is based supposedly these are real people. Okay, they have real jobs. So that's it's how you kind of like. So that's how you draw the line. World, yeah. That's how you draw the line. Then if yeah, it's it, like real life people. So in real life movies, in real life movies, you base it on whether or not you've seen it or done it. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, that's all I was trying to say. Yeah, how how yeah. do you how do you how do I mean, you decide? That? Have you in your life ever been anywhere and then? Now I've seen fights break out, but I haven't seen everybody joking and laughing and let's go, let's just go in the parking lot and fight. no, no. That's what makes to me far fetched because this, and and you know, as they bring more and more people in, the people mm-hmm. are like. They've never fought in their life. They just want to fight. They right. just want to get their ass whipped. But it's not a documentary. No. Right. Okay, well, anyway, here's some of the things That's I found out about Fight Club. Because, I, because but let me say this. I'm not a big fan of the movie, but it doesn't bother only because I don't think it's that good a movie, not because I wouldn't do it. I just don't think it's that good to be number 11 to, for, for me. Well, yes, I don't believe it should be number 11. You know, but... Uh, I don't know. I was just wondering how you how you how you separate. Cause see, the way I do it is is like you were saying. If if I'm going to see a giant lizard and a giant ape, um, and somebody says, "Oh, well, the story didn't make sense," I'm like, "Okay, dude, but the story started with a giant <laughs> lizard and, and a giant, giant ape." You know, because people not not people give me a hard time, but people laugh when I say Hot Tub Time Machine was good. Well, how can it be good? I'm like, it's silly. I'm like, well, I know. The title tells me what to expect. You, you know right, what I mean? Right. So it just has to be funny. You know, it doesn't have to be real. But I get it. If you say Fight Club, all right, I'm going to talk about these guys. Well, man, that's kind of that's kind of bizarre. You know, but I don't think it's that great. I like it, but I don't think it's that great. I, I, I tell you what, here's the test. You know how many times I've seen it? Uh-uh. Once. I don't even think Now, usually if yeah. I like something, I've seen, I'll watch it. Yeah. You know, over and over. But I've only seen it once. Um, Predator, I've seen 30 times. Yes. Anyway, the idea for Fight Club came where the writer was at a camping trip mm-hmm. in West Virginia, and one of the guys in the tent in the campsite was playing his radio too loud, and he went over to tell him to turn it off, and a big brawl broke out. <laughs> <laughs> and you can expect that in West Virginia. All right. Also, Brad Pitt was paid like seven times more than any other actor. 
<laughs> Even Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Ed Norton. <laughs> he's had a long career. Oh. Worked in the sewer for a while. <laughs> now he's making a movie. I'll tell you, Edward Norton, his worst mistake ever mm-hmm. was not being a real good Hulk. Yeah. If he could have stayed as the Hulk, yeah. he could have made another 10 movies. I just didn't think he was interesting as the Hulk. No. Also, um, I hate I hate to say this, but I'm I'm starting to get enough of the Marvel universe. <laughs> I really hate to say that because I was a comic book freak. But I mean, come on, uh, you know. Well, I'm, 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 I mean, I spent ten years with them. I know, I know. That's what I mean. And I all mean, the good ones are gone. That's what I mean. You know. So now I'm getting you know saber tooth uh, or somebody <laughs> plastic man. Yeah. Or the you Fantastic know. Four for the fourth time. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know what part of it is? Just divert just a little. Part of it is they can't blow you away with the effects anymore because you just, the effects in every movie are great. So now it has to be, because you know, when you first saw Iron Man, the first one, it was like, man, it looks like a dude's really flying around in that suit, you know. And some of it was a little choppy, but now they have it down to such a science now. Now you're leaning on, okay, does this story make sense? You know what I mean? And it's, and then I don't like the fact that I have to see 12 other movies, so I understand this one. But anyway, go ahead. Anyway, um, obviously Pitts and Norton took boxing lessons. And to calm themselves, soap-making lessons. Yeah. Soap making lessons? Soap. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, Pitts also had, had his front teeth chipped for this movie. Because he knew he could get them fixed afterwards by the movie. To make it more real, he chipped his front teeth. They had them chipped. I'd have, I'd have to be getting a whole lot of money for that. Yeah. Starbucks was in every scene. A Starbucks cup. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Until the last scene when I believe a coffee shop is destroyed. And Starbucks didn't want their shop destroyed, so they changed the name. But it, I never it, knew that. The, the director had a, his, one of his movies before. He did something with a Coke bottle. And had one in every scene. It's, some, it's his, his thing. And last but not least, I had no idea Meatloaf was in this movie. Did you? I didn't remember it before you said it, but now that you said it, I've heard that before. Meatloaf wore a fat suit stuffed with birdseed. <laughs> so when he got hit. <laughs> Why did he think it was necessary to wear a fat suit? <laughs> I can't remember how Meatloaf looked in this movie. Uh, wait so. a minute. Time out. Meatloaf wore a fat suit. Hey, I, I don't know. I'm just saying Meatloaf wore a fat suit. Look. I ain't meatloaf. If you're listening, I'm Steve. That's Kurt. I got nothing against. <laughs> I got nothing against meatloaf. Come flying up here in his motorcycle. I got nothing against meatloaf, but God, that, that guy must have really needed to be fat in that movie. I mean, meatloaf's a big dude. His name is Meatloaf for crying out loud. You don't get to be <laughs> named Meatloaf because you're running marathons. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, that's our 16 through 11. Next week, we start the top 10. So next week, are we just going to roll through to number one? I think we we should do the top 10. 
Yeah, yeah, I do too. Week. We yeah. drug this out long enough. Executive decisions here. Yeah, we drug this out. If you're still listening to this shit, <laughs> you know what we're going to do the top ten next week go on to something. I'm getting tired of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> the top ten. So next top week, 10. that's, that's going to be huge. That's all we're going to do from now on. <laughs> top ten Marvel guys, top ten this, I everything. Quit. I quit. Yeah, that's enough, isn't it? If we do these damn lists again, I'm quitting. Yeah. No, no. Well, no, actually, we have to do the top ten, and we have to be prepared to make our adjustments. Oh, that's that could be a whole show. Well, yeah, that's what the people want. Give the people what they want. But yeah, so do a quick recap of what movies you talked uh, about today. Yes. At number sixteen. We had the blockbuster. Yeah. I turned the page to try to find it. It was Lord of the Rings, wasn't it? Lord of the Rings, the two towers. Right. Number fourteen was Star Wars Episode Five, The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I had one more thing on The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. In this movie, Princess Leia mm-hmm. was actually played. By Debbie Reynolds. What? That's what it says. Number 13. I don't know about that. <laughs> Inception. Well, maybe it was her mom. I don't know. Inception. <laughs> Number 12. Inception. I didn't put anything down because I, 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 I hated it. Number 12. Forrest Gump. Number 11 was Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club. Yep. So what we're going to do is, if you're out there listening, if you want to come to the studio next week, we're going to have a huge brawl at Fight Club. Oh, I forgot to mention, we don't have an audience this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We, we're, and the reason we don't have an audience is the weather's getting better, and we're going to transition to out on the veranda. So we're doing some uh, some improvements to the veranda here. So we can sit outside in a few weeks, right? Yes. You know, I was... And, and, and those improvements just basically mean we're putting the table and yeah. chairs outside. Yeah, we're going outside. <laughs> right. Do you know, I was downtown the other day, and, and they take five, and I was number six. So I didn't get a chance to interview the vice president. Oh, man. Yeah, missed it by one. Missed it by one. Damn. You obviously didn't have on the core extra hat no, because if she would have seen that. Press here, press. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that concludes um, this episode of the core extra podcast. Well, I have to ask you a question. We have to, I have to ask you. I have to ask you, what have we learned this week? We learned that. Well, the first thing we learned is you have to listen to the Lights Out Horror podcast and you have to listen to Drunk Theory and you have to listen to a Cincy fan talking. Yes. That was the first thing we learned this week. Second thing is we're not doing the whole list next week. Oh, yeah, we will do it next week yeah. because it's over. Yeah, this is it. This That's is going to be the top This is going to be the Top, top 10 are next week, and we're going to roll through them. So about two or three things on each one. Two or three things on each it. one. We're going to keep on going. Send your letters in if you don't want it, or your emails. If you don't want us to do it anymore, we'll just quit. And we're going to ignore all of those emails, by the way. Then we also learned that Kurt thinks Lord of the Rings is overrated, and Steve thinks Inception is overrated. 
and we both believe Fight Club is overrated. Overrated completely. But we are having a fight next week outside. <laughs> if you want to come. Remember those guys that used to do that backyard wrestling? Oh, yeah. That's where Kimbo Slice came from. Yeah. Well, yeah. he came from just boxing, fighting in the yeah. backyard. Well, listen, we appreciate everybody listening. We want you to like, download, or subscribe to our podcast and the other podcasts we mentioned during this episode. And we appreciate everybody listening and all of the attention you give us on social media. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, everybody.